0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarcek Our program is all about living the life you have always dreamed possible through focused acts of intention. Now, here is your host... Kristen Swarczyk.
2: Good morning, everyone. I hope you had a great weekend, and welcome to the show today. We're going to be talking about meditation. And, you know, we've touched upon the path to wholeness a few times on the show so far. And I don't know if those of you are on that have listened to the Deepak and Oprah meditation series, but today was about the path to wholeness. And I just found it so... Central to what we're talking about today and and the journey to the heart of ourselves is really what i'm I'm talking about here. and it's such a powerful journey. It's probably the most powerful journey that we can take. And you know, so many times in my life, I felt like I've been off my path and there was times that were worse than others, and I really felt like I didn't even know where my path was. And um, you know, in those moments, we really are searching for the meaning of life and wondering, do we matter? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And my guest today truly saved me in so many of those moments. She's actually the person that taught me meditation, and she taught me how to connect to myself. And I never had even really thought about this until I decided to get on this path to mindfulness and to find out what I was destined to be doing here with my life because I knew living unconsciously was definitely not working for me and trying to just keep up with all the demands of life and not being really conscious about it and mindful about it was not getting me to my destination. So I I'm so excited to have my guest, Nancy Gentle-Boudry, on the show today. She is a well-known wellness expert, a Reiki practitioner, and, you know, I just wanted to give my bio of her. She truly allowed me to tap into that sacred place of myself when I was most frightened, most lonely, and, you know what most people say about meditation is it's so hard to just eliminate the thoughts that cross through our heads. And Nancy has such an amazing way of guiding us to tap into that place where we're not distracted and we find inner peace. It's a sanctuary that will guide us on this path to wholeness and allow us to learn the skills to do this every day. And so I'm so, so very grateful for Nancy, and I'm so excited to introduce her to you today. And she's actually going to let you have a taste of this meditation by um, sharing a meditation with all of you. So, welcome, Nancy.
3: Oh, thank you, Kristen, so much. And, you know, I, hearing that just um, warms my soul because that's really what I've been passionate about for the past 10 years of my journey, um, just awakening people to. Who, who they authentically are. So, you're just a beautiful inspiration to your uh, entire listening audience and other women here in the area. And uh, so, I'm just so grateful that we are, uh, we share a community, that we're together. And um, so, thank you so much for that beautiful in- introduction, Kristen.
2: You're welcome. No, it was a pleasure. I mean, you know, it's just, it's amazing to me how difficult meditation can be at first. And, you know, I've been sharing with our listeners how we have these thoughts and there's like studies, I don't even know how many, I should look it up because I say this all the time, but so many uh, self-limiting thoughts go through our mind every day. And when we start to become conscious of those thoughts and in the inner chatter, you know, we really can start trying to change things, and when we sit down to meditate, I think a lot of us are very scared to even go there because we know you know that it can be a scary place to be alone with our thoughts. And you know, I want to encourage those people, especially out there, who are just crossing meditation off their list because they just don't think they're able to connect like that. I want to embrace those people today, especially with your help, because you I've seen you do it for people who were like that. They just said, you know, there's no way I could do this. They come to the meditation sessions, and they're hooked instantly. And it's such... I mean, I do it twice a day. I start my morning. I try not to let my feet touch the ground in the morning, because I know once I do, I'll be running in a thousand directions. And then at night, I actually do the meditation, but then I allow myself after I'm, you know, go through some gratitude to also ask for what I need. And I find it such a powerful way, especially for someone like myself, who's always giving, giving, giving to like really get clear after the meditation on what I need help with from my higher powers. And, It's just, um, it's a practice. It's a way of life. And, you know, we're never fully whole. But this meditation, I feel, is the central force to this entire journey. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, you know,
3: it's exactly right. But we all come with programming and belief in all aspects of our life. and, And meditation is not excluded in that. So that's where people go, oh, my God. I can't sit in stillness. What are you kidding me? I got ADD. Oh my god, yeah. I'm so high energy, intense, and I was one intense uh, woman. I, I owned an insurance agency, multiple locations, and you know, people that know me now, and I've lived in the same re- you know area for about 25 years. They they can't even believe the person um, that I've uh, evolved into being. I'm, i you know, they said just being around you, I'm p- I'm at peace. And we can do that. I'm still the same energetic, high energy uh, mm-hmm. doer. Um, I even said, "Doing is almost like my crack." I mean, I can't. I have a hard time sitting and watching a football game and not doing something. And right. you know, so you know. But awareness is power. So I know this about myself, and I I try to really, um, you know, gosh, live in awareness. Freedom comes mm-hmm. in this awareness. Because then it's the opportunity to make choices. Yeah. So, you know, that's the whole thing. And and so really what we want to teach the listeners is it's not – it doesn't have to be this formal practice and it doesn't have to um, be long, long bits Mm -hmm. of time. (laughs) You know? Exactly,
2: whatever you can give it every day. Exactly. We and you can't put one more pressure on ourselves. No. And so, that. if
3: it's only like one or two minutes just to change their lens, is what I call it, just mm-hmm. kind of go in. But you do, you exactly right. You got to get comfortable going in there um, yeah. because it does elicit emotion. And if you haven't dealt with your things, your stuff, I'd love to use a colorful other word, but (laughs) yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but if you haven't dealt with your stuff, then you then you might be fragile in there, and Uh you you just. But you know, this type of lifestyle is for the courageous, and we all have courage. We just have to tap in there. It we have so much inside of ourselves um, that you know, like Deepak calls it, the field of infinite potentiality that we connect to instantaneously awakens what we have within ourselves. So. Yeah.
2: Well, on that note, I'd like to take them to that place because that was truly beautiful. And you know, Nancy's the one that has coined my awareness as power statement. I think I say it on every episode because oh, um, awesome. You know, and she comes out with these things during the middle of a meditation, and it's like she knows exactly the words that you need to hear to continue through your week. You know, I would see her once a week, so yeah, it's it's such it's great to remember. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> all those moments and powerful statements that I write down all the time. So, all right? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So,
3: let's just all just close our eyes and just drop into this centered space that we talk about. And we can drop in by connecting to the flow of our breath. Just observe how you take your inhale and how you exhale. sure the mind's off doing a lot of things and you just lovingly and compassionately encourage it just to follow this miraculous, miraculous thing of breath, this act that happens effortlessly and goes unnoticed a lot throughout our day. And you can kind of tell the mind, I love to engage the mind because the mind's designed to think. So let's engage it, but let's engage it in something other than our daily task. And so tell the mind quietly to yourself, I know I'm breathing in. I know I'm breathing out. Sink it with the flow of your breath. And focus on being clear-headed in your breathing. I like to say this time of year when it's so chilly here in the Northeast. It's like I stepped outside, took a nice fresh breath of crisp, cool air. Encourage clarity. And if your mind wanders off, just lovingly and compassionately, but very sternly, I'm the master here. I'm not going to think about that right now. Focused on your breath. Now take a nice long inhale. Really encourage the breath to really fill up the belly, the lungs, whatever's natural for you. Try not to raise the shoulders too much. And when you exhale, really let it go. I like to, I like to exhale out of my mouth. But you can do it all out of your nose, whatever's comfortable. notice how your body feels. Even change it up if you normally breathe out of your chest, try to breathe out of your belly. A lot of healing occurs just connected to breath. You're resetting all kinds of things blood pressure, your cortisol, your serotonin. Finish that cycle of breath, and on your next one, when you breathe in, pause. We call it the gap. And then exhale, and pause. Change over the gap. just mindfully connecting to breath. Just check in now, finish that cycle of breath, bring yourself back to regular breath. How does my body feel? Where am I at mentally? Emotionally? Can I just choose peace? I like to imagine writing it out in front of me and just breathing it in my nostrils whatever I need. But in this moment in time, let's just see if we can bring peace in on a cellular level to every cell and fiber of your very being. imagine connecting consciousness of all that I am as I breathe in. You're connecting to source, however you define it. And as you breathe out, breathe out unconditional love, compassion, joy, peace for all. If you notice any tightening, just breathe through it and try to loosen and encourage the body to just relax into the moment. And just allow your breath to hold its own space. In a few minutes, I'll prompt you to open the eyes and I want you to imagine greeting your space there with a fresh perspective fresh eyes. We call it beginner's mind in mindfulness. You set that into motion. You're the master of every thought. And this is what you're choosing. And then when you're ready, just gently open the eyes to a soft gaze and just take in your room, wherever you are, as though you're looking at it for the very first time. Relaxed and at peace. This is what you choose.
2: So be it. Thank you, Nancy. You're welcome. I know I'm feeling more relaxed. I'm sure everyone else is as well. And, you know, she brings up something we've been talking a lot about. and that is the choice. You know, we all have the choice. We have the choice to engage in meditation. We have the choice to have um, positive thoughts fill our mind every day rather than negative thoughts. We have the choice to be a victim or to feel more empowered by knowing that we can create the change in our world. And all of these things will make us feel whole again, and it is quite the journey. I mean, every day simply is an opportunity for us to be aware, and with that awareness, with that lack of judgment, we're able to observe and see how people show up in our lives. We're able to decide who we want to surround ourselves with on every every day, who, um, you know, our friends are, who our supporters are. And, you know, those thoughts and beliefs then determine our actions. And simply starting there combined with meditation is such a powerful way to embark on this journey. So I know we have a break that we have to take. Um, I think we'll take that now. And when we come back, I'd like to engage nancy in the conversation of mindfulness and talk about what that is some of you may not really know what mindfulness means and i really want to just start from the beginning and build that awareness so we're going to take our break and we'll be back in a few moments
0: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second almost everyone wants to be better but how does one go about doing that one thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the self improvement show with Dr. Irene Conlon all real change comes from within but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement most of us don't know how to work within listen Thursdays at 1pm Pacific 4pm Eastern on Voice America Empowerment on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment.
1: This is Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. To reach the show, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to Kristen.Swarczyk. At gmail.com. Now, back to Intentional Living.
2: Welcome back, everyone. As I mentioned before the break, we're going to start right now with a definition of mindfulness. So I'm going to let Nancy share some thoughts around that.
3: Yeah, so I know uh, mindfulness is a tough, uh, you know. So what is mindfulness? Or what is being mindful? It's a quality or state of being conscious, aware of something. So, when we talk about mindful meditation, it's being conscious and aware of where we are in stillness. Meditation is taking your mind off your daily task and giving it something else to do that is not analytical problem solving. So, you know, you can, you don't have to sit in stillness, you can jog, you can mindfully walk, but so today we're talking about like we sat and we did a stillness exercise, but it doesn't always have to be there. You just have to be fully present in your activity, not doing your to do list, not running and thinking about all the things you have to do that day, but really taking in your stride, really noticing the heel to toe action, the your nature, you know, what's around you, the smells, the senses, the the, the what you hear, and so when you bring mindful meditation, it's focused awareness on the present moment. And we are acknowledging our feelings, our thoughts, our bodily sensations. And this awareness and this tapping into this connection between our feelings and our thoughts and what our body is saying, we're learning to integrate and live fully connected to what's going on within. Um, So it's it's awareness and able to realize what you are doing so now you take it out of meditation and you take it into your daily life we observe ourselves and notice our reactions our actions and our choices and it's the first step to evolution because we can't make a change without being aware or a, you know of the desire to change and i don't really like the word change either <laughs>
2: -hmm. Yeah, you know,
3: because then we immediately think we are wrong or we're not good, we're damaged goods. You know, it's we're evolving because even our shadow side really serves us. Yeah. So, you know,
2: yeah, so our higher self, I think, you know, that's how I refer to it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it's just understanding why we're doing what we're doing and, and, then having the the choice and not getting bogged down into the guilt and shame so when we're in that mindful i forgot to mention this when you're in this mindful meditative practice there's major things that have to you have to release judgment of self Mm -hmm. you have to i love the statement a friend of mine dear dear friend of mine always said there is no right wrong good or bad and so when you're in there and you're in that stillness you really have to greet yourself. I ha- there is nothing right, wrong, good, or bad about my me. It just is. Acceptance. And that's where you can evolve. You can then say, well, gosh, you know, I accept who I am, but I, this part of myself, I'd really like to do this. And that's how you get the power. But it has to come. You kind of have to spend time with self and but releasing all those guilt and shame and lower energies. When you hear that little inner critic, that's our ego. And it serves a purpose as well. But during meditation, you got to shush it. you got to say, oh, not going to go there. Not, not, no. There's yeah. nothing wrong with me, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's so true. And we come from so many different backgrounds. I was raised in a really loving family. And, you know, I thought I thought my life was something that it wasn't. Like, it wasn't until I started to realize there, I mean, I think we all have those things in our lives that we look at when we're more mindful and we're like, oh, I see now where I was raised to stuff my emotions and, and serve others and act, put a smiling face on. And, you know, all those things that are pretty core to who I was for a while. And, you know, I do think mindfulness is is being aware of all of our senses because when we're connected in that moment, you know, that's why I've started to run without my headphones on now and I just try and take in nature around me and mm-hmm. and be fully connected to all of those senses because I find that you truly can embrace the moment there. And, you know, a big part of it is the emotional aspect. I mean, yeah. we all deal with our emotions In different ways, but when we stuff those emotions with which a lot of us do, it's just really toxic for so many, you know, and and meditation is all about connecting to the breath. I don't know if you felt that, but immediately when you take a few good deep breaths, your body settles down. You know, and it's truly powerful to yeah. just tap into that alone. Yeah, exactly.
3: And you talk about the stuffing emotions. It's so normal. And we've also been taught to um, not really follow the, um, our emotions, um, but really our emotions are a compass. They kind mm-hmm. of tell us. You know, and if we're so busy, so but a lot of times people struggle because they have not been in touch with those emotions, and then they have mixed signals, and and I, they go, "Oh God, I was trying to tap in, and then I misread." Well, so you have to be gentle on yourself. You have to start to kind of figure those emotions out, and you probably could relate to that, right, Kristen? I mean, oh, like, sure. You know, because it's like you, you're, it's like um, an infant you know, learning to walk or, you know, first I got to crawl and then, you know, so you've got to be like those emotions are. you know, if you just open Pandora's box, then you could be misreading. You've got to allow yourself to just
2: process because that's years of stuff. (laughs) It is years of stuff. It is. And, you know, trusting it is a big part of it. It's like our, it's our intuitive hits, you know, we get them. And now I'm much more aware of them. I see them. And, you know, when you're first starting, you, you may sort of have this feeling, but you, you pretty much ignore it because you're yeah. not in tune with it. But that's, I mean, these are all the benefits of clarity that comes with meditation. And, you know, I've been doing meditation for probably two years now. And it's still, every time I meditate, I, I, I get a little better at it or I observe yeah. something new. So it's something that it continues to evolve and it's all about that awareness, you know, the and awareness you, you, to make these choices.
3: Correct. And, you're, and, you know, you mentioned how you do it twice a day. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's just so important. You know, you might be having the most blissful vacation-like day. I don't really need to meditate. I'm feeling right. connected, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, it, but it, you have to cultivate it so in those times of challenge, it's just second in nature, like brushing your teeth. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like you just do it. You just know it and you do it. And, you know, it's it's got to come from that. It can't be this foreign kind of, okay, I've dabbled, but, you know, and now all of a sudden uh, stuff is hitting the fan and you are in full-blown overwhelmed or,
2: you know, and then you're
3: like, okay, how do I do that again?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and you you bring up a great point. You know, meditation's different than going to the gym every day. It's not like you check it off your list. I mean, it's good that you're doing it, but meditation is also a learned skill that any moment of your life, I think this is the true power that I learned in some crazy situations in my life, <laughs> that you can just simply take yourself out of that. You have the power. Just go, you know, in a room, Shut the door. Sit in quiet for a few minutes and tap in. And when you do that, all that chaos is removed for the moment and you can get the clarity that you mm-hmm. need to act in ways that you'll look back on and be like, yeah, that was connected with myself, with my real values and, and needs. Exactly. And I think that is the power for these you know, practices. It's something that you want to remember When your buttons are pushed or when you're in that moment with the kids and they're all going a million directions, you know, this is something that we always have the option to do.
3: And, you know, it's and again, it's like you have the power to break cycles. And so we all have them. We all know our cycles in life. We know um, roles that we play and we slip right into those roles. And some of those roles we're totally comfortable with. We like it. But then other times, we've been slotted in a role because of programming or beliefs. We People have placed us in a role. They want us to meet their expectations. We have to show up this way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's this, what we're talking about, when when I started this evolution, I realized I was the queen of chameleonship. I could be a chameleon. I could change colors. I could be whatever you wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I lost a sense of self. And... And, and with no sense of self, then when I was under challenge, I didn't have anything to draw from because I was so busy wearing these masks and yeah. showing up the way people wanted me to show up. Exactly. I, you know, it was, like, it was like quicksand or something. It was like a very unfirm foundation.
2: And how and, much energy you exert, oh, you know? Oh, my gosh. Wearing all exhausting. those masks. I was the <laughs> exactly. same way, so I know.
3: And that's what I think when I started really getting in this stillness, I really discovered self. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and then when I could see the pattern and they're putting me in my role or I'm, you know, and it's not like we're not a victim, but that's at the time your mindset is, oh, my God, I'm getting back into this. Well, I realized I hold the power to change that. Not yeah. anybody else. They're just used to me showing up that way. So, mm-hmm. I started it somewhere along the way, and I had the power to break it. So then it was like yeah. it was like going against current because
2: now they're used to you showing, and then you're what the heck are you doing? You know, yes, and that is so true. I mean, this journey, like Nancy said, is for the courageous. I mean, I when know. I started making some significant changes in my life, I lost most of my friends, and that's the sad thing. I mean, we still talk and everything, but they just they knew me as this other person and when I started showing up this way it was difficult for them to to be with me and that was really hard you know and now i must say it's truly uh, I can't even describe it, but I have this tribe of people in my life supporting me and just showing up. It's, I guess it's the law of attraction in full right. effect. Right. And it's a whole new meaning when you find people who are mindful and living their life this way. And, you know, I go to conferences all the time and, and just, you know, the people that are in my life now that have found me, you just, it's a whole different journey, your connection is so strong. And, you know, we are all one. And that's what meditation allows us to do. It allows us to connect to that place where we are all unified. We all have the same four core beliefs of, you know, love, being worthy, being safe, and being fulfilled. And when we're still and quiet, that's the chance that we have to really connect to that. And to connect to others, exactly,
3: it's that collective consciousness, and yeah, so you raise your vibration. Now we're, you know, this is the whole thing. Like you get into stillness, you put out there what you desire. I call it your work order, um, and you're you're in there, and you're 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 like you said at the end of your day, how you start with that gratitude, and then you mm-hmm. know, what do I need? It's open to receive and allow that collective consciousness source, God infinite field of potentiality whatever you want to call it you're connecting to and you're really inviting that energy to flow through you and then emanate like this radio wave so that your life experience starts lining up you know um like you talked yes. about your your tribe you know you attracted you got rid of the old and attracted the new and and there is no judgment in that they just wow. weren't aligned you know you just say and I, it's a very touchy thing cuz you know, I, um, I went through it as well. And you, you just, it's just not in alignment, just not in alignment where I am. I want to walk away from a situation and feel charged, you know, just ramped up, vibed, you know, or, you know, Mm -hmm. or I needed peace. And those people gave me a sense of empowering peace, you know, um, it's raising your vibration and then you can, uh, you know, really attract that which you desire.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, what it, The law of attraction, I I love that topic because, you know, I think what it is, as you become more aligned with those four core beliefs and you find that sense of worth and you really don't compromise it, you stand in your truth and you really believe that you are worthy, that is such a liberating and powerful place to be. You know, and you can look back, it's that awareness. And I was like, you know, how did I attract that partner in my life, you know, we were so different. Like how did that even happen? And now I can clearly look back and see where my self-limiting beliefs had me showing up so different in my life. And I mean, I think that's just so powerful to be in that mindful place of being able to make the choices to align.
3: Exactly. You know, exactly.
2: And, you know, um,
3: our past, it doesn't dictate our here and now. No. We use it. We use it as awareness. Okay, like like that's a great example, you know. And you're, okay, maybe you know. I truly believe everybody comes into our life and every life experience, whether it's the cashier at Wawa, you know, as a student and a teacher, and we play both roles. And so when you walk away, it, it helps us take that edge off because if we if we're, you know, we could be filled with regret and yes. resentment and all these emotions. But if instead we choose the art of detachment and just recognize it as a life lesson and, you know, I'm playing out my own movie here and that, that path took me on a rocky road and now I'm choosing this other thing. You know, we just use it but stay really in the here and now. And as a human species, we have a real natural tendency to live either in the past or way in the future. you know? mm-hmm. We don't really choose our here and now in the present moment. You know, we're so caught up in stuff.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's such a good point to free yourself of regrets. I think that statement alone, knowing that this moment right now and you listeners out there, you know, this can be the moment that you decide to change your life. Mm-hmm. And, It's not something you need to do a lot of different things. Today, for instance, take maybe 20 minutes and try and find a meditation. There's actually a lot of good apps out there. I think Headspace is a great one. And um, just do a meditation. You know, connect. At least connect to your breath. And start just finding one or two things a day to start implementing and journal about those things and and just become more aware, you know, And, and that's those are the simple things that you can start doing to to bring that mindfulness into your life. And then. You'll have that to then decide, okay, now I'm going to make some more intentional practices come into my life. And, you know, and then you'll have more awareness and more ability to decide how to keep, keep aligning and living. You know, mm-hmm. and It's the simple, small steps. That's why the show is all about intentional living. When we start getting intentional about the way we want to show up and, and how we want to live our lives, we can truly transform it. It paves new ways of living, new ways of being,
3: and new life experiences, you know, consciously choosing intentional way of living. Oh, absolutely. That's the empowerment and the confidence builder.
2: Yeah, yeah. So these things all come together in that way. So, you know, I'd like to continue the conversation. We're going to take a quick break now, but when we come back, we'll continue with some more information around meditation and mindfulness.
3: your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: Now on Voice America, the road you travel in life is never a straight line. It's more like running around in circles, which is not a problem when you make Richard Flint a part of your world. When you're standing next to Richard, you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity. Things just start falling into place. Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Power to Be with Richard Flint. Flint. Join us, and more power to you.
2: Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these
3: and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato. You can take the either-or and change it into both-and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you
2: can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
1: This is Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarchak. To reach the show, please call in to 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to Kristen.Swarchak at gmail.com. Now, back to Intentional Living.
2: Welcome back, everyone. We were talking before the break about the four core beliefs of love, self-worth, feeling safe, and feeling fulfilled. And meditation and this journey often enters people's lives at a point where they feel really empty. There's a big void in their life. And they've had, whether it's a perfect storm or a divine moment where, um, you know, they just feel like, okay, I'm at rock bottom. I need to do something different, and I really want to make a big transformation so that I'm not in this place again, and not always, but I wanted to give you, as much as I can, some more information about what this looks like, because we can sit here and tell you these are your four core beliefs, this is, you know, your limiting beliefs prevent you from tapping in, all these things, but I wanted to get more specific with you so you can actually recognize this feeling and how it shows up in our lives and and how we decide to take this journey and what are the benefits of doing so so do you have any information Nancy that you could share with our listeners around that well I
3: think in my um, 10 years of uh, private practice and really helping people I get a lot of people just come in and go I just I have everything I have this great job I have a great husband I have um, and I feel empty, mm, um, yeah. you know, and just not, and that's what that is, is a cue that you're out of alignment with self. And, and, and that's not like, oh my God, you know, like that's the worst thing. And, you know, this judgment thing comes up and no, it's simply that all of a sudden you're being shown indicators and you can't just live numb anymore. They yeah. want, they want you to see, you know, when I say they, it's your inner compass. It's, you know, your co- connection to collective consciousness. That's why there's, you know, they. And it's, okay, something is missing. Well, and then I begin to probe. What brings you joy? You know, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people, I have no idea. I go to work, I come home, I make dinner, I do, go to bed. And, you know, oh, yeah, I go to the gym. Well, does that bring you joy? Not really. I do it because I want to look good, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, you know, you're starting to try to figure out self, and I think that's where I was. I, I, you know, had this beautiful group of friends and, and felt that they were energizing. And, you know, uh, we all, you know, enjoyed some drama and we enjoyed – uh Fashion our husbands, or I don't know, talking right. trash. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and um, this is human. You know, the, the the woman down the street. How horrible! I mean, you know, I wasn't. I could tell I wasn't into this, but I'm in it. Like I'm in there. I'm. You know, these are the same people I'm at the bus stop with, uh, waiting mm-hmm. for the school bus. And but I'd walk away from these encounters, and I'd be like, Oh my goodness, this isn't. This just isn't in alignment. I feel empty. Like I go back to my house, I. I look at my curtains. Oh, my gosh. I don't know anything about Waverly. Like,
2: you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You>
3: <laughs> it's know. just a thing to buy. Exactly. Oh, God, maybe I need to educate myself. Right. You know, um, crazy. But these are things that didn't, it wasn't, you know, man, if those Waverly curtains turn that gal on and she feels like a million bucks decorating her house like that, go go for it, girl. Yeah. But, but some of us, it just wasn't, you know, I, I just, um so. I had to start figuring out, well, what brings you joy? You know, what? Um, and I discovered I didn't even like flowers. I, I, I was, my mother taught me, um, she's a product of the depression and, you know, flowers are frivolous. They uh, die and, you know, they're just uh, an expenditure and all this mindset. And I was in the grocery store and I was starting this evolution, might of hating and all this. And I had my uh, nine-month-old in the in the uh, grocery cart. And they put the floral floral part, department in the middle of the grocery store in this particular one, and I could smell it. And so it didn't greet me when I walked in, you know, the veg- vegetables and all that, but this was in the middle. And when I came down to get some coffee and came down a little further, there were all these flowers. And I was like, and it was the dead of winter here. And I, and the Southern girl and me really missed, you know, flowers and um, all the smell of it in the springtime, and I was about over winter. It was probably like February and March, and um, I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" And it was like, like I was looking at flowers like for the very first time. And then this little voice said, "Oh God, don't spend your money on those. They die. They're mm-hmm. not, you know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and craziness, boy, taking a couple of those flowers home, putting them in vases throughout my house, brought a new life to my house and made me feel great. And yeah. it was something that simple. And I learned that. And now I am so big on putting flowers in my house, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it amazing. That changes my mood. I like sensory. I like to smell. I like to smell nice things, you know. And um you gotta kinda do this self-exploratory,
2: you know. It's Can you so think of a time fun. that, yeah.
3: yeah that oh, yeah, you-
2: I do. I mean, it's so true. I used to think my mom was always so good at writing poetry. And I was like, I can't write poetry. I'm not creative, you know. But I loved when I'd read one of her poems, I'm like it captures everything, you know. And I think we're all creative. And what I've learned now, I'm very creative. I'm writing my book and it, you know. But it's like we think we're just, I don't know why we, check it off so fast as not being something we're good at but we just let it go and we're like I'm not I'm not doing well in that area or whatever it is but when we truly tap in. I help people all the time with my coaching. You know, what does it mean to tap into that place? And and joy, it's also also passion. You know, what makes you feel alive again? Reflect back on when you were a child. Like, did you love roller coasters? Or did you love just being out in nature exploring, bringing home random frogs, animals? You know, what was it that just... You wouldn't even think about time. You were lost completely in the moments of life. And, you know, maybe you don't have too many memories of that. So if you don't, get lost in them now. You know, go out there. And there was things that I did do as a child that, um, you know, I didn't like roller coasters and things like that. I didn't like flying. And we talked about that in one of my other shows. But now when you start letting go of all these limiting beliefs, you find out, Well, I wasn't liking those things for some crazy, inaccurate reasons. And when I truly engage in them, I love them. And they're what makes me feel fulfilled. And when we can start incorporating those into our daily lives, that's where, you know, no matter if we have the good job, the material wealth, all these things, and we're still feeling empty, it's these things that make us come back to life again. And that's a great point, Kristen, because you
3: know what? We can't all you know, here and now. We, this is it's all about what is your here and now? We can um so let's say you're in a not a so great a job. You're not real crazy about going to work every day, but you have to put bread on the table, you know. So how do I embrace all this wonderful stuff that you girls are talking about? And you know, this is it. You you car like Kristen is saying about what brings you joy? So the job is 9 to 5 or whatever your hours are. But what about the rest of your day, you mm-hmm. know? Can you detach? Can you set healthy boundaries and not take calls from that job? You know, these are all self-awareness exercises. And make time for self, self-fulfillment. And this is not a selfish act. This is actually makes you a better person, a better mother, a better wife, a yes. better co-worker, um, you just have to m- put yourself as a priority yes. and you know, really tap in and what brings me joy and, and foster and figure it out and have fun with that. Don't look at it as a chore. Have fun with it. Um, and you know, when I get people that are broken and they come in and they don't have and I'm like, that's actually the greatest thing. That means you could pick up anything. And right. try anything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> go to it's a painting true. class. Go, go play. Um, uh, I had several that go and take up instrument, like an instrument, a flute, mm-hmm. a guitar. Go connect and see how it feels, and if it called to you as a little girl, and they said, "Oh, we don't have the money for guitar lessons." Well, go out and get the guitar. Make that a priority, and take a few lessons and see. You know and. Yes. We have to be just peel back the layers because we're just full of layers. I love to say we're like the onion, you know. It's like oh, we a, are a pretty <laughs> a <big> defensive. Onion. <laughs> I know exactly our defenses. You know, everything is like wrapped up tight. You know, start peeling those suckers back, man.
2: Yeah, surrender is so fun right now. I'm loving, you know, not full surrender. You got to have some some mindset right. guess, for surrendering, but. <laughs> When we surrender, though, we let those guards down. We let those, you know, beliefs in our head that tell us we have to do things a certain way, perfectly, whatever it may be. I mean, surrendering to the journey, just embracing it fully. If someone calls you to do something that you think, well, that's not going to be fun, next time take them up on it. Just go with an open mind. Right. See so where it takes you. You know, these are the simple things. The, there, there are these opportunities every day to hop on this journey. And, you know, surrendering as well as boundaries. You know, put some boundaries up for the people, you know, in your life that maybe bring you some negative energy. You know, find a way to talk to those people so it's somewhat superficial. But maybe don't go deep with those people. I've had to do that myself, you know, mm-hmm. with some of the relationships I have in my life. And I also had to stay true to myself and not compromise in ways that in the past, you know, I compromised a little bit because I thought I was protecting other people and those kinds of things. So, you know, it's all, it's a lot to think about, but it's also not something that's overwhelming if you just take it for what it is and you start learning that all of these are choices you know, and so I think these are all the things that come in into play with becoming mindful,
3: yeah, you know it's um there's there's several principles of mindfulness um and in, in the mindfulness meditation practice, and you know we just have to, and you now I'll just kind of touch on them because there and you can apply this just to daily living that's what I love about mindfulness is it's So beneficial in your daily living. So, you have to have patience. Patience is a virtue. Well, doggone straight it is. (laughs) Because (laughs) we want it and we want it now. That's our culture, you know? And now, with instant technology and instant connection and all this, I mean, our patience is out the roof, you know? Um, So, you have to be patient with yourself and view yourself and your life experiences with no judgment. So, when we were talking about, you know, detaching and and you know it's hard concept to put wrap your hands around but you have to really view yourself like you're sitting in this chair at the movie theater and you're watching your life story up on the screen and it takes the personalness out of it if you can as soon as you get feel yourself swept into an emotion you're emotionally attached Mm-hmm. And so when you were talking about, you know, you have to remove yourself and go connect to, because um, something, you know, gets that blood flowing, that rise, and you feel yourself um, in that reactionary state or the fight or flight, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you, you're, you're choosing now to change that lens, take that moment, be patient, non-judging, and there is no mastery to this. I've been on it for 10 years. The things just get deeper. That's all it is.
2: You okay. can find
3: out more stuff about yourself. You, um, it just gets deeper. And when you're seeing yourself and interacting with others and, everything, and these cycles that I talk about, they get more expansive. And so there is no mastery. And you have to accept you're here and now because this is the moment to be lived. We don't want to escape this moment. It might be painful, but this is the moment to be lived in. This is the one I can and will make choices in. I have the power. So you're choosing and and the surrender concept, letting it go, what no longer serves, and letting go of the outcome. So what is it I really want? Like, okay, so all heck's breaking loose. What do I want right here, right now? You know? Not, well, I can't have that because of this or no, uh, no, what do you want? And that's the vibration you want to be sending out to the universe because the universe is making that work order. It's fulfilling it. Yes. And even as you're in this moment that you can't even see straight, you don't even know how the ending's going to end. And But it's that because you hold the power to do that. You are the master of every thought you think, everything. And you have to trust your own intuitions, your own feelings, and, the, and use them as a compass to guide you. It's so important. So these are all the concepts of mindfulness. And, and, and there's experts like Kristen and myself. You, you know, and you go and now go Google even any, any community that you're in and start finding those people and those experiences to help you. Um, live in that and, and make it a habit and start, you know, and just, but start very, be loving and compassionate, and start very gradual with yourself if you don't already have a practice because it is a lot.
2: Yeah, and celebrate, you know, yeah. the fact that you are trying because, you know, it's interesting. I was just at a conference out at the Chopra Center last week and it was, it was f- fabulous. It's, it's a great place to be if, if you ever get the chance. But we were talking about, Things that, you know, if you look back over your life and you see these cycles that continually show up in your life, and, you know, they say the divine or God, whoever you want to, you know, call your higher source, continues to give us these lessons over and over again until you get them. And, you know, just start reflecting this week in your journals about things that keep happening, repeated cycles in your life, and and start making the conscious choice to decide, is this what I really want? Is this what I feel is part of my journey to getting to my inner purpose? Or do I have to do something different now to get back on on the path? And start thinking about it in that way so that you can start getting on this mindful journey because what I learned is yeah there was you know and they show up in different packages but you you can start seeing oh yeah okay so I see where I was giving 70% of myself but sacrificing 30 in that situation and by compromising that 30 You know, God did not believe that I fully got the lesson and it showed up again. So now, you know, it's not easy to do because I've never really had to stand fully in my power before, but now I'm definitely learning to do that. And when you start doing that, the universe does start supporting you, so... Just something I wanted to make aware because we compromise all the time and we need to start thinking about why do we do that? And even if you think you're protecting people, are you really helping them? Like what is, is it, where's it really getting you? And when we start thinking about it, it's amazing the answers that come to you. So just wanted to inspire you with that thought as you're meditating and, um, you know, So we we actually need to close. I wanted to allow Nancy a quick second to say where we can find information on her.
3: Awakenwithlight.com and friend me on Facebook and um, also right here on your uh, page on Voice America.
2: Great. Thank you so, so much, Nancy, for being with us today. It's been a joy.
1: Thank you for joining Kristen Swarczyk and Intentional Living. Please be sure to tune in again next Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until next week's show, continue to live on purpose. (laughs)